Adding sponsorships to the uniforms has changed the landscape of modern NBA marketing. Hello and welcome to SRM Radio. I'm James Barain. I'm here with Keenan Knight and uh, our other member Jason could not make it today. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about um, the NBA sponsorships, the low, or the uh, patches on the jersey that most NBA teams have. There's a few that um, that don't. There's three current teams that don't. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, so before we get started, I just want to point out this: these sponsorships started in the beginning of the 2017-2018 season, um, and there's three current teams that don't have sponsorships, and those are the Kings, Bucks, and Timberwolves. So, Keenan, I wanted to prompt this question to you. Do you think they're missing out on free money, or do you think that they're just, you know, being individualistic without the marketing scheme? I like to think that they're being individualistic um, and, you know, branching off and making money in their own way. But from what we've found out, I mean, teams are annually making between 7 and $10 million off these deals. Like, you know, the Sixers, StubHub. Um, there's also a lot of great examples. But... So I would say yes. They're missing out on you yeah. know a large por- portion of money. Ten million dollars is a lot of money. That's a lot of money, especially for an owner. Yeah, exactly. And like that, that money is like to me when I see these jerseys. As much as it's not like visually appealing um, to a lot of people, it's not that much of the jersey. And and for people that buy jerseys, those patches don't come on them unless they're like literally the replica jerseys. Um, so just not having the patch alone seems like they're just kind of missing out on the money that's just being handed to them. Like we looked at, you know, the Warriors are making almost $20 million according to the athletic. They're making almost 20 year or $20 million a year off their sponsorship. So to me, it's just like, they're, they're just kind of turning a blind eye to an opportunity that could provide them with a lot of money. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense to me. I mean, sure. Some people may not like the look of the logo. I mean, the sponsor on the Jersey, but that's just been accepted at this point. We've seen it for three years now going to our fourth year. I believe this Mm -hmm. might be the third year. Um, it's it's just part of the uniform at this point. Nobody really cares. It doesn't matter what you have on it at yeah. this point. It's I don't understand why you wouldn't take that money. It's basically free money at this it, point. Yeah, and you have people consistently hitting you up trying to get their logo on your jersey all the time. That's what I don't know why you don't yeah, take why that you wouldn't. Yeah, and the Bucks did have um, did the Bucks no the uh, the Thunder changed theirs. There's a couple teams yeah, that have changed. They, they went they to had, Love, I believe. They started with Love, started and then with I, love. I, they changed their jerseys. Um, but. I wanted to ask you, you know, we're, we're hometown, we're Sixers fans. Um, so I wanted to ask you, do you think what team has the best looking one? Do you think it's the Sixers? I think the color scheme with Sixers and StubHub, do you think that works? I do. And honestly, they were the first ones to have it. So I initially loved it. I mean, StubHub yeah. to me and to most people, you think sports. Well, they mm-hmm. do do other venues and sell their tickets. It's sports. You, yeah. You're buying Sixers tickets off of StubHub. So, I, yeah, that's my favorite, obviously, in the NBA. Yeah, and so there, there was um, – there was a, a survey done to ask, you know, fans what the most recognizable what uh, patch was for each team, and but that was conducted by the Sports Business Journal. And Disney on Orlando's jerseys was the most recognizable with a sixty-six percent recognition rate. Um, but like I, when I obviously like Disney and Orlando, those kind of go hand in hand. But even I, is like we watch basketball all the time, and I don't really. I could probably point out a couple of them. Obviously, I know the Sixers, Disney, and Orlando make sense, but there aren't a lot that I'm just like, when I think of the jersey, I immediately remember what their patch is. So I don't think it's that significant in a lot of ways. No, and that, I mean, that kind of wraps up to the first point brought up, why not have that patch, right? It's not significant. Yeah. And if 
watching imposing teams, I don't even care what they have on their jersey. No. It does not matter to me at all. I'm worried about the matchups, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that doesn't surprise me about Disney and Orlando. They coincide. It's, quote unquote, the most magical place on earth. So <laughs> yeah, right. uh, that makes sense. I I agree. I think I think Golden State's Rakuten, but I could be wrong. Yes, I think and yes, Golden State is Rakuten. That is that might be the only other one I know. Yeah, I'm trying to think right now. GE I, with Boston, maybe? but they changed. GE changed. It's not in Boston oh, anymore. Okay. So they they changed. Um, I'm like I'm really trying to think of any other ones, and I, I can't off the top of my head. And a, a lot of people like at the beginning when I first heard about it, I was like, oh no, like this is not going to be good. They're going to be ugly, and they're going to have like. Uh, when I think of the the sponsorships on jerseys, I'm like immediately go to European soccer. Yep. And I'm like, oh, you know, all the all the soccer jerseys have these big sponsorships, and when you buy those jerseys, like it comes with the big sponsorships on the front. And like, I wasn't a fan of that, so like, I'm glad it wasn't, you know, as like ugly or like as just out there as much as those European soccer teams are. Yeah, the patch is small. I mean, it's located in the top left of every jersey. Yeah. So it's the same thing. You're, it basically just become numb to it. You don't even see yeah. it anymore. But with the soccer jerseys, it's just all over it. I mean, I do not watch a lot of soccer, so I can't even come up with yeah. one. But uh, United Airways, right? Yeah. They're across all Barcelona or something. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It seems like every team yeah. has just huge sponsorships. And they don't even – they have more than one usually. Yeah. One down the sleeve, one across the yeah. chest. Yeah, no, it's too much for me. And the, and the WNBA does a lot of that too, but that's mostly because they're not making, sense. they're trying to make up money where they can. And I mean, the NBA, let's, I mean, we can kind of point this conversation this way because um, since the NBA started allowing the patches on the jerseys, they've generated over $150 million of revenue since that first season. But they've also started to like, I feel like the NBA, especially, and I think a lot of leagues are doing this with, um, you know, the loss of money and the loss of revenue from COVID. They're trying to find ways to market themselves so you see like even now you see courts with like hologram logos on the court yep. they're not even actually there but nope. it's on the tv kind of like in stream. hockey like behind the net at this point they started putting logos up and stuff they're not actually there but yeah holographic yes and like now you see i mean with no fans they've got you know the sections of the seats seat covered, covered up the seat and, coverings yeah. you know this seat covering is sponsored by kia it's like wendy's and wendy's yeah. yeah exactly you got a bunch of different like strange sponsorships that are kind of you know falling in and out but i don't i don't mind like i think we want to wrap up this first segment just asking like are we fans of the sponsorships and i think we've kind of come to the conclusion that like it just doesn't matter that much to us as, as viewers Welcome back to SRM Radio. Um, so we want to wrap up this podcast, a short segment here to talk about um, the way that these marketing plans like that the ML or I'm sorry, that the NBA has had um, in recent years with the patches on the jerseys and things of that nature is now moving into other sports. So Keenan has a quick update on what the MLB's patches are going to look like because they're starting with a similar idea going into this 2021 season. Yeah. So um, according to sports pro media, I just found real quickly, um, MLB is very focusing on trying to get camera camera time on their sponsorship patches. So they're going to go with a sleeve patch approach, but they're going to differentiate them based off of which way you hit from the plate. So, for example, a right-handed batter like Aaron Judge, it's going to be on his left sleeve because that's going to be on camera more often when he's at plate. And then a left-handed batter like a Cody Bellinger, it's going to be on his right sleeve for the same reasons because the camera is obviously from the opposite way. I think this is pretty... That's uh, neat. That's it's like neat, a, and it's, it's smart. It's very, very smart. They're really focused on getting the camera on it because obviously that's how it draw, draws attention to the yeah. fans and stuff. And they're estimating that they can get their 
jersey patches on camera three times more than the NBA can. Yeah, and I mean, baseball is a much slower-paced game, so the cameras have to find things to kind of entertain a viewer. And, you know, a batter, that's what's focused on every single pitch. You know, even if, you know, LeBron's the most important player in the NBA, potentially, probably, um, he still goes to the bench for a certain amount of time, and he's still not hitting, or I'm sorry, not shooting or dribbling the ball all the time that he's on the floor. And when the camera is panning out to watch the whole game, it's you're not, like, logged into someone's top left part of their chest you know yeah so it makes sense that the mlb is trying to shift that to where they can get the most uh minutes viewed and i think that's what they're trying to do in the um the nhl recently is they started when was this um this year they started this year with the helmets they started doing um pat or like just stickers on the helmets to try to gain revenue from their sponsorships as well so do you see this is something that's gonna obviously it started so there's no real stopping it now but do you see this getting out of like growing into being something like a soccer jersey, or do you think they're more worried about, you know, the integrity of the uniform itself? I really hope that they're concerned about the integrity of the uniform themselves, because I, the worst thing that could happen in my opinion would that these American professional sports jerseys turn into what European soccer jerseys have turned into. That's just personal preference on my point of view. Other people may not care. Yeah. I really think that they're going to try to limit it because they want the focus on theirs. They're the names, the teams. Yeah. Like, there's only 30 of them, 30 plus yeah. across, you know, four leagues. Yeah. It's 120 or so major sports teams in America. They want their names and their logos out there all the time. All yeah. the time. The teams are really the ones that are benefiting from these logos, patches, or on the helmet and whatnot. Yeah. And I think they're going to like to pick up the small amounts of revenue when possible, yes, especially exactly. at a time like this. COVID, everybody's down. Why not throw sponsors on your helmet yeah. for a couple of years? It might die off. It might get bigger. Who knows? I, but I do. I will say I don't think that it's going to grow into anything more than what it has been. No, and you made a really good point by saying it's the teams that are benefiting. So while the NBA is allowing them to mark, like to use their uniforms as you know a field for a marketing ploy like that, they're also in charge. They're also like deciding their own fate to say, okay, like if the Sixers were like, we want to sell off the entire front of our jersey. Like, obviously, the NBA has restrictions on that, but the team is what's making that decision. And I think, you know, the the jersey sales and the things of that nature are definitely going to outweigh whatever uh, revenue they would they would gain from uh, a sponsorship of something like that, like a StubHub sponsorship. I, I don't think they want to put a huge StubHub sponsorship across their chest to try to make up for whatever revenue they're missing, but... Um, that was a great point, Keenan. I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, thank you guys for listening to SRM Radio. Again, I am James Breen. And I'm Keenan Knight. And we will talk to you guys soon.